We begin today at the Mishnah on the top of Dafain Tesem Adalef, Zok the Heilige Mishnah. Hoysa Oymedes al Roishagak. If she was standing on a rooftop, Vizarkila and the husband threw the get to her to the roof. He, so he's standing at the bottom in a courtyard and he throws up the get to her to the roof. As soon as the get reaches into the airspace of the roof, before it lands, she's right away divorced. You don't have to wait until it dropped down onto the roof. Mm-hmm. And that means that even if before it drops down to the roof, it gets burnt or something happens, dog comes and drags it, grabs it and takes it away, but she was already cutting it, she's already divorced, so what happens with it afterwards doesn't matter. That's if she's on the top and he's on the bottom. Well, we'll see soon the Gemara about that. The pastures, yeah, the roof belongs to her. If the case is the opposite, the husband is standing on the roof and she's standing below in the courtyard. And he throws it into her courtyard below. Again, once the get leaves the place that's over the roof and it goes into the airspace that's in the courtyard, so then even if Nimchak or Nisrab, even if it got erased, let's say as it's coming down, there's a huge rain that erases the ink of this get, or it gets burnt from a fire that comes, she's still divorced because the get already entered into the airspace of her domain. How could you say that in the airspace, it gets, uh, it gets acquired by her and she's divorced. So the Gemara starts off here, this question is regarding the first case of the Mishnah, when the get was thrown up to the roof and it entered into the airspace of the roof. How could you say she's divorced? But it's not, it's not uh, protected there. What does this mean? What happens if a wind comes and it blows the get out of the airspace of the, of the, of the rooftop? So since we see that in the air, a wind could just simply carry it away, so if so, Rashi says, the Gemara's question is, that this is what's called a avir she'ein soifil anuach. It's an airspace where it's not naturally necessarily going to land. A wind can just blow it away. So we had already before in the Gemara, even if you're going to say that you kind of something in the airspace of your chatzer, but not if it's an airspace where it's not destined to land. So over here, what did the Mishnah say? What happens if it got erased? What happens if it got burned? Or let's say a dog came and grabbed it. Fine, so then you could say that Be'etzem, it's an airspace that's going to land. But the Gemara's question is, no, it's not only if an external thing comes and happens and can destroy this get. The very fact that it's in the ear means that the ear is blowing it still. It's not stable at all. And if the ear blows it, the ear is going to blow it away. It's not even destined to land, Bechlal. So how could you say that she becomes divorced? Hmm. That's Rashi's Pshat in the Gemara's question. There are other Rishayim that learn the Pshat and the question, it seems to be more simple in the meaning of the words of the Gemara, that Loi Minta, the question is, that it's a Chatzah She'ene Mishtameres. One of the conditions of a Chatzah to be kind is that it has to be guarded, protected in the Chatzah. But over here, if it's still in the airspace and the wind could blow it away, so it's not being guarded by the Chatzah. Loi Minta, it's not guarded. And the wind could blow it on the gag, here, here we're talking about the gag. Soon the Gemara is going to talk about the chatzah. So yeah, we're, we're getting to that. Rav Yudah answers the name of Shmuel. We're talking over here about a gag, a roof that has a fence around it. And the get, the get is already in between the fence. So therefore it's going to, even though if, even if a wind comes, it's going to land on the roof. So therefore she's kind of, even before it lands on the roof, because the fence keeps it in. 
All of Amenashi Mishmei Davimi Yomar. Ola answered it a little bit differently. Hacha, what we're talking about over here is Bepachais Mishloisha Samach Lagagaskinan. The get came close enough within three Tvachim to the rooftop. The Chol Pachas Mishloisha Samach Lagag Kagag Dami. The rule is anytime you have something which is close enough within three Tvachim to the, the ground where it's landing on, or in this case to the rooftop where it's landing on, it's as if it already landed. And therefore, once it's there, and it has it ha, has this fence around it. Uh, no, sorry, without a fence. Okay, according to Ula, there is no fence around it. It's just the height. It has the height of a gag. So Rashi explains the very fact that it has the height of the gag, and it has to be tall, at least 10 tfachim. So the height of 10 tfachim makes it a chotzah mishtameres. But then, I we had the question, the wind could come and blow it away. But we say no, that since it's close enough to the gag, so it's as if it already landed. The problem of the wind blowing it away is in the airspace, and it's avir. Avir she'en soifel that's a problem. But once it's already close enough to the rooftop, so then it's, a, it's as if it landed already. Once it's as if it landed, even if the wind would blow it away, it doesn't matter. It already landed, and she was already kainit. Right? This is, I mean, this halacha is based on the concept of love, that it's as if it already landed. The walls are 10, and, 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 the, uh, and this is 3. It's two, it's two different answers, though. According to the second answer, is we don't, there's no wall, there's no fence around the roof. The first answer is that there's a fence, and the second answer is you don't need a fence, because it, it came really close enough that it's as if it already, it already landed. Now going to the next sec, second part of the Mishnah, who milmaila? What happens if the husband's on the roof, and he throws the get down into the chatzah? So again, the question, the same question is, mintar. The get, when it flies into the airspace of the chatzar, it's not at all protected within that airspace. The get could be, fl- could be blown away from the wind. So that answers the Gemara. So over here the case has to be, The courtyard that's there, that the get is being thrown into, that's near this rooftop, it has very tall walls. The walls are so tall, they're actually even higher than the walls that would, or the walls or fence that surrounds the rooftop. That's within the, the walls of this chatzar, the husband threw the get and it landed, it's, it's fly, it didn't land yet, it's flying, but it's already within the walls of this, of this chatzar. Let me just finish over here. I'll explain this in a second better. Let me, and the Gemara just brings from one more Amaira that said this. That the Mechitzes of the courtyard is so high that it's even higher than this fence that's around the rooftop. And so Rashi explains what the Gemara here is saying is first of all, the point that we hear is the same, the same like the Gemara said before regarding the Gag, that the Get. There's no issue that the get is going to fly away with the wind because it's already within the walls or within the fence that there is around this chatzah that it's going to land into. But another detail that Ashi clarifies, it says here in the Gemara that the mechitza of the courtyard is higher even than the, court, than the mechitzas of the rooftop. Why does it have to be higher? What would be the problem if it would be on the same level as the, as the, as the gag and the husband threw it and it's already now going flying in and it, land, it didn't land, but it's within the Mechitzah saw the Tachtainis, Rashi explains, because when you throw a get, you're standing on a gag, and you're throwing a get, you have to, you have to go get over the, the fence that's on the roof, the get's going to fly higher than that fence of the roof. And then it flies higher, and then it goes, starts going down to the Chatzah uh, below. But the Mishnah said, is that the get, she becomes Mugadesh right away, as soon as the get flies out of the airspace of the gag, 
as soon as it flies into the airspace of the Chatzar. Now, when it flies into the airspace of the Chatzar, because it had to fly over the fence of the Gag, so then, even if the, the fence of the Chatzar will be the same height as the fence of the roof, it's not yet going to be within the, the fence of the Chatzar. So you have to say that the fence of the Chatzar is higher than the, gag of the, than the fence on the Gag, so even when you had to clear the fence of the Gag and you had to fly higher, it, it, when it enters into the space of the Chatzah, it's already within the, the height of the, the higher fence of the Chatzah and therefore shall be Megadeshes right away. It can be a little lower also. Again, what? It can be a lower, but it goes into the... Right, but, but it's Mashmer from the Mishnah that as soon as it enters into the airspace, right away you're kind of. It doesn't give any limitation of how high or how low. That was the other pshat before, when you get to the Gag, it says, Pachas Mishloisha. But here, according to this pshat, the Gemara wants to explain that she should be Megadeshes right away, as soon as it enters into the airspace, even when you have to throw it higher. Yeah, over here it says, by the Gag it says, Shagil Avir Gag. So, just throwing it up is not enough, it has to be a Gia. Okay. And over here it says, Right, yeah, so, so, so that's why it's explaining that it's eight face. Very good. That, you, that she could become a Gadeshes by acquiring her get from the airspace itself, even before it lands. Keman, according to whose opinion is this, that you kind in the airspace, Kerebi. It seems like that this is based on Rebbe's opinion regarding Shabbos. The Omar Rebbe says there regarding Shabbos, and the case that Rebbe's talking about over there is. A, a, a item on Shabbos. So the Isra on Shabbos is not to be Maitzi, Mirushusayachid, Lirushusaravim, or Mirushusaravim, Lirushusayachid. So over there, Rabbi speaks about a case where a get was thrown from one Rishusarabim to another Rishusarabim, and it flew through a Rishusayachid. Never landed in the Rishusayachid, it just flew through the Rishusayachid. So Rabbi says that you're going to be high for that, even though it never landed in the Rishusayachid. One of the conditions to be high in the Malacha of Aitzah is, has to be an Akira. You, up, you, you lifted it up from one place, from one Rishos, and then a Hanukkah. It landed in the other Rishos. But over here, it didn't land in the Rishos HaYachid. It just flew through the Rishos HaYachid. So what Rabbi says, Yechayev, Kluta, the fact that it was absorbed in this Rishos that it flew through, it was absorbed in the airspace, Kimi Shehon Chadamia. It's equivalent to landing on the ground. So therefore, Yechayev for it. So over here as well, the fact that we're saying that she's kind of her get in the Avir, even though it didn't land yet, because we say, Kluta, the moment that it was absorbed in the airspace, it's as if it landed there, and therefore she acquired the get, and she's divorced. That's what it seems like. It's, a, it's based on... It's not high. Even the walls not high. Over there... Well, well, no, no, no. It is... No, we're talking Dafka about walls that are high. That's all the good over here. No, the, 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 so Tasis here actually says... That Kluta Kemishoncha, if you look in the Gemara in uh, Shabbos, you'll see that, the, that there's two different Mandomerim that say the concept of Kluta Kemishoncha. There's Rabbi Kiva and then there's Rabbi. Rabbi Kiva says Kluta Kemishoncha without any mechitze, without anything, just the property itself. Rabbi holds Kluta Kemishoncha, that means there in the Gemara, it says Rabbi holds Kluta Kemishoncha only if there's a roof above this property that, that, that it flew through. But even before the Gemara says there's a roof, According to Rabbi, there has to be some kind of enclosure. There has to be a fence, something. So therefore the Gemara is saying, here when we're saying that when it entered within the airspace, within this, the fence of this Rishos, that Yekaini, even before it lands, it's based on Rabbi's opinion that says, Kluta, when there's a fence around it. Kluta means it's absorbed. Absorbed into this Rishos. Yeah, but you said before that, because you know it's going to fall down. 
And a Hanami, but it did. Here, it, over here, when it goes from one Rabbi Rebbe. Oh, that's a very good. That's a very good question. The Mefarshim say that the Gemara could have answered that. The Gemara is not going to give your answer. That Lachayr is a very simple difference. We see, we we see that Rebbe must have been saying saying something else because Rebbe says that it's flying through. It flies through in a way that's not soifei lenuach here, and still Rebbe says Yechayev Kluta. Here we said that it must be soifei lenuach, so this must be based on a different Indian. There's a much bigger limitation here. And Chanami, the Gemara could have pointed that out, but it doesn't. The Gemara says something else. Amalei, so all answered. No, it's not connected to Rebbe's opinion. Dafka filatei merabanan. The halach here could be even according to the rabbanan. Why? At kan lepligi rabbanan led the Rebbe. Why do rabbanan argue on Rebbe over there and they say that you potter for the haitzah? That's only regarding Shabbos. Why? Because by Shabbos, one of the basic conditions of the Molochi is you need the Hanocha. has to land and has to, there has to be a stability to the landing. So the, the Kluta, according to the Rabbanon, does not qualify as Hanocha in this Shos. But over here, you don't need, there's no concept of Hanocha. Over here, the, the get has to come and be in the airspace of the Rishos in such a way that it's guarded by this Rishos. Once it's within the fence or walls of this chatzar or this gag, it's already guarded over here. So therefore, it's, uh, she could be divorced even in the airspace. The same point, Ravasi explained the name of Yechenet. Going back to what we said before, that the case over here is that the get reached into the mechitzis of the chatzar because the mechitzis of the chatzar were higher than the mechitzis of the roof. And on this, Amalei Rabzeida Rabasi. Rabzeida asked Rabasi about this. Keman, according to who are you saying this? Kerebi, is this following Dafke Rebbe's opinion? The Omar, Kluto Kimi that when it gets absorbed into the airspace, it's as if it landed. And that's the basis. That's why she's divorced. Amalei, and he answered the same answer. Now, Philotame Rabbanon. Even the Rabbanon would agree here. Atkan Lepligi Rabbanon, Le De Rebbe, Elulin Yishabis. The Rabbanon argued in Rebbe only regarding Shabbos. Over here it has to be guarded within the walls. And It's already guarded within the walls even if there's no proper Hanukkah. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was Nimchak. If the get ended up getting erased before it landed, she's still divorced. So Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Baravua, This that we said, that before the get lands, she's divorced. So this is only Nimchak. If it got erased when the get was already heading downwards into the chatzah, when you throw a get from the roof into the chatzah, so the, so yeah, the husband throws it up in order to go over the fence of the roof. So first the get is flying in an upward motion, and then the get starts going downward. Only when the get is on its way down, then I say that it's already heading into this chatzah, and even before it lands, it's already guarded in this chatzah, and she's divorced. Avol nimchak derech but if when the, the get was heading upward, in the upward motion, and that's when it got erased, then loy. Then it's not going to be divorced. She's not going to be divorced. My time, what's the reason for the difference? Because Because in the beginning, at that point, when it's still in an upward motion, it's not lemenach. It's not flying in the motion to, head, to, to, to go and land. Only when it's already starting to head downward, then I say that it's, it's as if it already landed. It's, it's as if it's already in the rishos, in the avid of the rishos. But when it's heading up, it's heading in a, in a direction which is still away from the chatzah, going up. So, so then at that point, it's not yet within the uh, chatzah to be divorced with this. Okay, Nisrav, then the Mishnah said, what's if the get got burnt? There was a fire. So then she also will not, uh, again, she will be divorced if it was already within the avra of the chatzah. Amar Nachman, Amar Baravu. 
So Leishanu, but this was said, This is only if the get that was there, that entered into the airspace of the Chatzar, that was flying there before the fire came. And then a fire came and burnt the get. So, so she'll be divorced. If the fire was already there from before, which means that the get was going to go right from the beginning. It was heading to the fire, then light. And then if the fire burns it, it won't be divorced. My time, why? Because because from the beginning, where is it heading to? It's heading to the fire. It's heading to a place which is going to be burnt. It's, it's, it's never going to land into the chatzah. It's going to land into a fire. She's staying up there. <laughs> when it comes to a get, so then the domains are divided for a get. Now, what's, what's the point that Rav Chist is coming to say? This is actually connected to Allah we learned before. If a husband wants to give a get to his wife and she doesn't have her own property, the husband could lend her a space in his property and say, Here, this is a space I'm lending to you that's yours to be kind of you get there. What Rav Chist is saying though is, if a husband tells his wife, I'm lending you this space in the property, so then it's tafke, that particular space. If the get ends up landing in a different space, you're not going to say, oh, he said that space, but he didn't mean tafke, that space. It would be any space, even if it lands land, land, land somewhere else, it's also okay. Says of it doesn't work that way. If the husband says, I'm giving you this space, it's only that space and not a different space. For example, the husband owns one chatzar, a second chatzar, a rooftop, and another, a few different spaces, it doesn't matter. It's Tafka, the space that he told her he's giving her, that's where she will be Megadeshes. So here the Gemara is going to say that L'chayda, our Mishnah, is a riot to what Rav Chista says. From where did the Sabbath, the elder, Rav Chista, that was older than them, from where did he know this halacha? We can learn it from our Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says, She was standing on the rooftop. And he threw the get from the Chatzar to the rooftop. As soon as the get arrives into the airspace of the roof, she's right away divorced. So now what is the case here? What are we talking about in the Mishnah? Who owns the Chatzar and who owns the rooftop? If the case here is that she owns both of these spaces, both the rooftop is hers and the courtyard is also hers, so then, why does the Mishnah say that only when the get arrives into the airspace of the rooftop, then she's divorced? The chatzar, the avar of the chatzar is hers as well. Ella, what would you say? What are we talking about? The gag didev chatzar didei. Both the rooftop and the chatzar belong to the husband. So, so she's not divorced from the chatzar. But if so, ki gila avar agag my habit. If the get reaches into the airspace of the rooftop, why should she be divorced? It's all the airspace of the husband's properties. Ella pshita. So it must be. What's the pshat in the ratio of the Mishnah? Begag dita. She's standing on her rooftop. It belongs to her. And the chatzah today, and the husband standing at the bottom in his courtyard that belongs to him. And therefore it says, only when it reaches into the airspace of the rooftop is she divorced. But now if so, what does it say in the Seifah of the Mishnah? Here the case is the opposite. The husband standing on the rooftop. And she's standing below in the courtyard. And he threw it up, and he threw it down to her, that is, into the courtyard. As soon as it leaves from the rishos of the, of the rooftop, and then nimchak nisraf, it got erased or burned, because it was already in the airspace of the chot, so she's right away divorced. Now, the Gemara now assumes that the ownership of the rooftop and the courtyard in the Seifah is the same as the Reisha. So what did we establish? If, as we established before in the Reisha, that the rooftop belongs to her, the Chatzah Didei, and the courtyard belongs to him, 
Why would she be divorced when the get reaches into the airspace of the courtyard? It belongs to him. Like the case in the Reisha. So, Ella, so here the Gemara comes and says, if so, in order to explain that the case of the Reisha and the case of the Sefer are similar, we would have to say as follows. You're going to have to say, oh, sorry, before, before the Gemara comes to the conclusion, this is part of the question. The Gemara says over here, it seems like you have to say that the case of the Sefer is the opposite of the Reisha. The day that the rooftop belongs to him, and the chatzah dida, and the chatzah belongs to her. So therefore, when the get reaches into the airspace of the chatzah, she's divorced. But the question is, reisha, the gag dida, the chatzah dida, does that mean that the cases of ownership here in the reisha and the sefer are the opposite? In the reisha, it's gag dida, it's her rooftop, the chatzah dida, and it's his courtyard. And sefer, in the sefer, it's the opposite, the gag dida, the chatzah dida, it's, it's in his, his, court, his, his rooftop and her courtyard. So the Gemara doesn't want to accept that at this point. Why, why should we say that it's opposite cases? Elolav. So in order, once one moment, in order to make it similar, in order to explain how the Gresha and the Sefer are similar cases, what would we say? The Oishla Mokain, that the case here is that it all belongs to the husband. The rooftop, the Chatzar, all belongs to the husband. Elamai, he throws her the get. Obviously, the direction where he's throwing her the get is the place where he lent her a space to be kind of that get. The Oishla Mokim, he lent her a space. Right? So if he's standing on the rooftop and he's throwing her the get into the Chatzar, so where did he lend her the space? The Chatzar. If he's standing in the Chatzar and he's throwing it up to her to the rooftop, he lent her a space in the Gag. So therefore, what our mission is saying is that the Chad Mokim Moishli Yinshi, so from here we see that a person that tells his wife, I want you to have a space to be kind of your get in my domain, he only means that one particular place that he's throwing the get in that direction to, but but he doesn't have in mind that she should be able to be kind of the get in another place. He's very particular about this. And that's what our mission is saying. You may think once the husband expressed his will to give her a space, so even if he threw it towards the courtyard, it didn't end up yet in the courtyard, it's still in the airspace of the gag, maybe she should be kind of there as well. Because the husband wanted to give her a space. So if it's not going to be a space in the courtyard, let it be a space on the rooftop. So we say no. If he threw it towards the courtyard, he daft meant to give her a space in the courtyard. If he threw it towards the rooftop, he daft meant to give her a space in the, on the rooftop. So this is a riot to the point that Avchista said that where the person is Moshe, the Mokkaim, he meant after that. So the Gemara says, no, that does not have to be the Pshad in the Mishnah. Amalei, so he answered him, there's no riot from our Mishnah. Midi Yirye, is this a riot? Dilma, the whole question we had, that it seems like the ownership of the courtyard and the rooftop in the Reisha and the Seife is not the same. That's not a problem. Each case is accordingly, according to what that case is. In the Reisha, because the get is being thrown up to the rooftop where she is, over there the case must be that she's the owner of the rooftop. And Seife, and in the Sefer, where she's standing in the courtyard, so it must be that the rooftop is his, and the courtyard is hers. There's no problem in the Reisha and the Sefer being a different uh, ownership. It's, it's based on where she's standing. So it's obvious, that's the Pshad and the Mishnah. So there's no problem in the first place. Why do you want to still make it both cases the same? Because, but that a and the Sefer, the case is the same. So the Gemara thought over here as well, that it's better to say that the Reisha and the Sefer is the same kind of a case. Omar um, Rav said, and this is based partially on the halachas that we learned here before. Shalish midas begitten. There are three halachas regarding a get. And basically all three halachas are going to point out how the domain of a get is different than it is by a Shabbos. 
First is what we mentioned before. This that Rebbe said, that when you throw, like I mentioned before, you throw an item from one Rishus to another Rishus and it flies through a Rishus So Rebbe says, just flying through is absorbed and it's as if it landed there. And therefore you chai for this. Rabban argue on this by Shabbos, but Shabbos. By Shabbos, Rabban argue. Over here, by a get, it doesn't have to land. You don't need a hanacha. It just has to be guarded within this domain. As long as it's within the fence or the walls of this rishos, it's already guarded there and she's divorced. And the Rabbanon agreed to it. It flies. No, no, no. Over here, we're talking about a get. We're saying that a get is different than Shabbos. By a get, as, as soon as it's in the walls or within the fence of this rishos, it's guarded there and she's divorced. Another halacha, Rav says. Rav Chista says regarding Shabbos. Not kana b'rishus yachid. You stick a a a kana, a reed or a pole into a rishus yachid. So it could be a very high pole, and on top of this pole there's a basket. And the zarak he threw an item from the rishus rabim v'noch al gabav, and it lands in the basket that's on top of this pole. So this pole could be let's say a hundred feet tall. And it lands into this basket. The Gemara expels that. Even if it's a hundred amas tall, chayiv. If it lands into this basket, you're going to be chayiv. That's by Shabbos. What's the reason? The rule is that the Rishus HaYachid extends all the way up to the sky. There's no limitation to how high Rishus HaYachid goes. And Rishus HaRabim, Rishus HaRabim, if you remember, is only until 10 Tfachim, not higher. But by Rishus HaYachid, it goes all the way up to the Rikiyah. Says, this is all true regarding Shabbos. But over here, if a husband throws a get to his wife's domain, and where does it land? It lands in this basket that's very high up there on top of this pole. Over here, she won't be divorced with this because over here, she could be kind of the get and her chatzar by the chatzar being a chatzar mishtameres. It has to be in a place, not in the mishtameres, it has to also be avish, that it's going to end up landing there. But minter. Over here, it's not it's not guarded over there. Over here, the wind is going to come and it's going to blow it, and it's not going to be guarded here in this rishos. So therefore, she's not going to be divorced with this. The third point that Rav said, this that Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, a person should not be standing on one rooftop. So here, what it's talking about is, you have houses that are built attached, and the roofs are attached to each other. And the the... Houses below are owned by two different people. So what's the halacha in Shabbos? That there's a din of a rubichatzeris within the houses inside this, this, this roof that's below the roof. They can't carry from one house to another unless they make a proper area of chatzeris. Right, so over here, what's with the rooftop? If you have rain water that's lying on the top of one rooftop, are you allowed to carry that rainwater from one rooftop to another? Do I apply the halacha of a rubichatzeris on the rooftop just like it is on the bottom? So Shmuel said, yes, it does. You should not stand on one uh, rooftop and make shamim and gather and take the rain from from the rooftop of your friend, which is from another roof that's attached to your roof. Why? Even though you may say inside the houses, over there, they're separated. Everyone has their privacy and their place where they live. So over there, you can't carry from one place to another. But on the rooftop, over here, they're not living there, Bukhlal. So over here, maybe I consider the entire rooftop to be all one and the same, even though it's owned by two different people. So Shmuel explained that we say as follows, just like below, in the house itself. So the dwellings are, are, are disconnected. 
So to we say that on the rooftop above, we consider it to be separated and the takan of chazal that you can't carry from one to another applies as well. That's what Shmuel said. When is this true? Over here we say that what's below applies above on the rooftop as well. But when it comes to a get, and here regarding a get, what this is talking about is, is a little bit of a different case. By get, it's not talking about a situation where the, the two rooftops here are owned by two different people. But get, the Gemara means to say, if the husband owns these two houses, and then there's the rooftop of both of these houses that the husband owns. So what happened if the husband told his wife, I'm giving you a space, I'm lending you a space in one rooftop to be kind of your get. And he throws her the get. And the get flies up and it doesn't land on that space, it lands on the rooftop of the other house that's attached to it. It lands in a different space. So over here, the question is, should I say that because these rooftops are really all connected, there's no real dwelling where it's distinct, separated from one from another. So therefore, even though he told her that he's giving her the space on this rooftop, but if it landed on another, another rooftop, it's the same thing. It's all on the same roof. Maybe inside in the house over there, it's proper dwellings and there's a real wall that separates one dwelling from another. There I would say that if it landed in one space, then it's not the space that the husband gave her, then it's not good. But maybe on the rooftop, it should all be the same thing. So here, the Gemara says uh, that, yeah, that that's actually the halacha, right? that, that it's different than Shabbos. Again, by Shabbos, we say that the rooftops are disconnected from each other, even though there's no wall that separates them. But nevertheless, just like it's disconnected below, so too on the top, we consider it to be separated from each other. So you can't take water from one to another. But when it comes to a get, what's the reason why? If, it, if the get would land in a space that's not exactly where the husband said that she should be kind it, it's only because the husband is particular about this. But to this point, to this degree, a person is not so mocked. But if it's on a rooftop, it's all considered to be one rooftop. And if he says he's giving her a space in the rooftop, even if it lands in another section of the rooftop and on top of another house that he owns, still she'll be divorced. That's a pshat in the Gemara over here, according to most Rishayinim. Okay, Omar Abaye, Abaye said another halacha here. If you have two courtyards and one is within the other. So you have the outer courtyard and all four sides is owned by one individual. And then you have the inner courtyard that's owned by someone else. Now, the case over here is she owns the inner courtyard. And the husband owns the outer courtyard. Now, the walls or the, or the fence of the outer courtyard, it's taller than the fence of the inner courtyard. The husband throws the get, the husband is standing in his courtyard, on the outside courtyard, and he throws the get into the inside courtyard, that's her property. As soon as the get enters within the airspace of the inner courtyard, but it's still high up in the ear that it's not within the fence of the inner courtyard. It's within the fence of the outer courtyard, which is taller. So again, it's above the ground of the inner courtyard, but it's tall enough to get it still flying high enough that it hasn't yet landed, it hasn't yet or flown down low enough that it's within the walls of the inner courtyard. It's only within the walls of the outer courtyard. So then the halacha will still be she's, she's divorced. 
even though before we said that in order for her to be divorced, it has to be within the fences of that courtyard that it's landing in. But over here, the fact that it's within the fences of the outer courtyard is enough that it should be guarded and protected in the inner courtyard, and she's divorced. My time, what's the reason for this? Pnim is gufa, because the inner courtyard, even though it, it, its own fences are lower, but it also is guarded by the outer fences as well. And Rashi here, Rashi, Rashi uses an interesting Lashon. Rashi says that the outer courtyard that has its fences are meshubed. It's, it's, it's there, and it, it, this is the purpose that it's there for. It also serves the purpose of protecting what's there in that level of the airspace, in the inner courtyard, and even when it's so high, but still the, the, the outer fences are protecting it there in the inner courtyard, and therefore she's going to be divorced. But this is not going to be the halacha when it comes to two boxes or two baskets. If you have a similar case, if you have two boxes or two baskets and one is in, inside the other, the inside basket belongs to her, and the outside basket belongs to him. And he threw the get towards her, the inner basket that belongs to her. So then, in this case, even after the get reaches within the airspace of the inner basket, and Rashi's opinion here is, that means even if it already entered within the walls of the inner basket, not only it reached into the airspace of the inner basket, which would be already within the walls of the outer basket, just like the case of the courtyard, the outer courtyard had higher walls, over here the case was that the outer basket has higher walls, and the inner, inner, inner basket or the inner box is smaller and lower. So Rashi says not only if it reaches within the inner basket, which is already enclosed by the outer basket's wall, but even if it already is within the walls of the inner basket, still, she's not going to be divorced. She's not divorced. My time, why not? Because it did not land yet. And Rashi explains... A, a, a basket is different than a courtyard. In a courtyard, there's a halacha that you kaina in the courtyard, not only on the ground of the courtyard, but in the aver in the space as well. Because the airspace is part of the domain of this courtyard. But a basket, a basket is made to place things inside of it. A basket, you don't, it's not made to use the airspace of it. It's made to have it noch in it. That's how you kaina something in it. So it has to be a mamish noch inside this inner basket in order for her to become divorced. The Ardishayin would disagree with Rashi and say that you are kind of in the basket, in the inner basket, even before it lands. What the Gemara means to say is, in continuation to what it said before, if it came into the airspace of the inner basket and it's already surrounded by the walls of the outer basket, which are higher, but it's not yet within the walls of the inner basket, then it's not going to be kind of. That's how Ardishayin learned this Gemara. The Gemara asked, but there's a, a question about this regarding these two baskets. Even if it does land in the inner basket, why should she be divorced? This goes back to a discussion we had before. This is Kalov Here you have a vessel of the Lekeach, of the wife, which is acquiring this get. And it's in the Rishus of the basket of the husband, and he's the Meich, is giving her the get. And there's an opinion that says, and in such a case, you're not kind at all. So how does that help in a basket? Answers the Gemara, Hacha b'mayaskinon. The case that it said over here, Salacha that Rabbi said was bekupa she'ela shulayim. These two baskets. It's not really baskets. The husband has sort of a basket, but it has no bottom. It just has the walls of the basket or a box. 
but it has no bottom. And then inside that, you have the wife's basket. So her basket is not inside his keli, because it's, it, his keli has no bottom. It's just within, just like two courtyards, an outer courtyard and an inner courtyard. So too, these two baskets, you have the outer basket with no bottom, and then her basket inside, it's, which is not inside his basket. So therefore, if it lands, she will be divorced. Beishamai say, and this is a completely different halacha. Here we're, we're sort of moving on a little bit to a different subject, discussing a get that was written that wasn't used right away. We had this halacha quoted a few times before. A person can divorce his wife even with an old get. Now, what does an old get mean? So we'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara will explain the, what this old get is. But the point basically is the get was written and it wasn't used right away. And even after the get, here the Mishnah itself will say what, what the get Yashan is. Okay, let's just read on. Or Basil say, no, you can't use an old get. Now, Basil get Yashan, what's an old get? If after the get was written and it wasn't given to her right away, he was he wasn't privately with her, he was secluded with her. After the get was written. So such a get can't be used. So the Gemara explains why not. What's the machlekes here? So that is, what's the basis of this machlekes? opinion is, we do not say, that there would be a gzeda, that Chacham should decree, and there's a problem here, that in the future people may say that this child that was born, was born after she already got her get, because people are going to see the date on the get, and then they see the age of the child, and the get was written and it was only used five years later, so it's going to look like to people that the child was born after they were divorced already. But really what happened? The get was written on that date, but it wasn't given until a much later date. So therefore, people are going to come and say that this child was born from an inappropriate relationship. We don't want, so, so we don't want people to say this. But Bishamai say, we're not concerned that people are going to say this. We don't make such a gzeda. People may say, now look at the date of the get. Look at the age of the child. This child was born after the get was, was given already. That even though there is this gzeda, we pass on like Basilil, but nevertheless, once she already got married to someone else, so then we allow her to stay married. She doesn't have to leave her new husband. Others say that he said even more than this. Even though Basilil said that you shouldn't use a get yoshon, but if it was already used, she was divorced with this get, so then she doesn't need to get a second get, she can go and get married to someone else. The whole gzeda was, you shouldn't use this get, but if it was used, then she doesn't have to have a second get.